this is a little kind of experiment that we're doing. <laughs> we're going to try out an episode and maybe um, do some more later. But as of now, this is a, a little show called This is a Hold Up, uh, where we, you know, look at stuff from our childhood and see if it holds up, particularly things we haven't seen in a long time that we thought were, like, really cool. Depressingly, um, things that are from, like... 15 years ago. Ugh. Like, this this came out in 2000... What we're about to talk about came out in 2002, oh which God. is 14 years ago? Over a decade, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, no. But anyway, I'm Gabby Montute. And I'm Marissa Von Blaken. So this week we listened to Avril Lavigne's 2002 album, Let Go. That's her first album. Yeah, yeah, her first album. This came out when I was in third grade, like the end of third grade, beginning of fourth grade. And I have a very vivid memory of sitting in my elementary school cafeteria in New York City. And this girl who I was like kind of friends with, but who also kind of bullied me. I, we had like a Stockholm Syndrome situation going on. <laughs> She had bought the al- she had purchased the album. This may have been in fourth grade. She had purchased the album and she was asking me like about it. we were like talking about Avril Lavigne and I was like, Yeah, I purchased the album, which was a huge lie because I had not purchased the album. And she was like, Really? What's your favorite song? And I was like, uh, 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 uh. and I think I just said one that was like on the radio. I was like, Complicated, I love complicated. <laughs> Yeah, I have a distinct memory of lying about doing this album, and then the next day I went out and bought that album because I was like, I you cannot to... live this life. Wait, 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 what was that? A CD store you went well, to? I thought it was called like Wow CD Store or something. Like I... it was on 90th Street or something. On the west side? And I would go there and I would just like, I would just like run my fingers along like the walls, <laughs> like look at all of the album artwork, the like CDs. go to the Celine Dion section and just like... Like read, I would. You know what I would do? I would take the um album and I flip it over, mm-hmm. and I would like sing the song titles to myself. Like if I knew, the if title, you knew the like, song, the power of love. <laughs> like, you know, my heart will go on, and I could only sing, the the, the word yeah the, yeah the words from the title. That's interesting. Anyway, <laughs> tangential. No, I I don't remember that. It was on Ninetieth Street. Clearly you weren't as cool as me. For those who don't know, Marissa and I, Marissa and I have literally known each other since the day I was born. Marissa's only a year and a half older than me. So, like, we've basically known each other our entire lives. Since the crib. Since the the crib. OG crib. (laughs) Um, Wait, so that means then that if you were in third grade... It's the end of third grade. This came out in June. I was, I think, going into... Sixth sixth grade. grade. That's crazy. Oh my god. And I, like, I, I I got this album pretty early on, but my vivid memory is, like, uh, during summer vacation, when my family would go to Michigan, mm-hmm. like, I'd be sitting in my mom's old bedroom there, and, like, while, while like, everyone was playing outside, like, it was my, I was, you know, entering, I was embarking upon my, my preteen years. So I'd just, like, sit in the room by myself, and I'd, like, listen, and I'd play the whole album on repeat. Well, I'd skip, like, some of the, you know, stupid songs, and I would, like, take the album artwork, like, I would take the insert out of the CD, and I would, like, you know how it had the lyrics written on it, and, like, it's really, like, candid. And it was, like, her handwriting, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Yeah, but it was, like, clearly, obviously, you know. Yeah. Her handwriting turned into a Manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she had all these, like, cool photos and stuff, and I would, (laughs) 
sing along to the lyrics. <laughs> just look and everything. I, I mean, I was, they're I, like scr- scratched out and everything. Yeah, yeah. I remember this is one of those albums. I was at an age where this is one of those albums where I forced myself to listen to the entire thing, like even the songs that I hated. I would sit in my little butterfly chair and I would just put this in my like new boom box yeah. and I would just sit there and li- force myself to listen to every single song without skipping anything. Mine was like a boom box slash karaoke machine. I didn't have a karaoke machine. Like it had, and it had like a little like crappy microphone <laughs> and it had like a little screen that like you could play and it came with a few like uh, CDs that, that had like the lyrics and stuff on it but obviously like it was hard to find those karaoke cds because so it was had, like, like public domain music yeah. yeah yeah so i had like only a few of them it was a waste of money but <laughs> i could like sing into the microphone pretend i was like you know celine dion i had a really good boombox. it was like black and like sleek i mean it was huge like it was insane but it was like really cool and sleek i would listen to radio disney oh, every radio night disney. the top like five songs and i would beg my mom to stay up to listen to like top 100 but she was like, no, go to sleep. Radio yeah. Disney, that's another yeah, one. Radio, Di- Radio Disney. Um, can we talk about, like, how old she was when she did this album? She was, like, 16, right? She was, like, 16 or yeah, 17. Yeah, I wrote that down. That's crazy. Like, she was the original Lord. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Honestly, so- who is Lord? Like, yeah. Avril Lavigne would kill her. Please. <laughs> um, but at the same time... I feel like everyone was was like, oh my god, she's like so cool, like, you know, pop rock, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, pop like, punk. This totally, like, rebellious, like, grunge princess. But also, like, when I, when I like, Wikipedia'd some of, like, the information when she was writing this article, you know, L.A. Reid, he signed her and discovered her, and he put her with with songwriters and stuff in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did she did not, she didn't write everything? Well, there's, like, a dispute. Like, there's a debate about, you know, the authorship. And really, you know, she was 16 or 17, and she's a great vocalist. I don't think that she, like, a lot of it was her handiwork. But the ones that were, where she had more creative freedom, where uh, where she worked with this guy, Cliff Magnus, like, those were the songs that, Apparently she had more creative freedom in, and they weren't as good. Which ones are those? Those were um, Losing Grip, which is okay. Yeah, Losing Grip's okay. Uh, Unwanted. Oh, if you if you hear these this um, page turning, we both have like <laughs> three or four pages of notes on this album. Oh, and the worst ones at the end, Too Much to Ask, and Naked, and, and My those World. Those fucking suck. Yeah, all the best <laughs> ones, okay, all the best ones were done by The Matrix production okay, group, okay. and they did Complicated Skater Boy, uh... Those are the most, um, like, marketable. I'm with you. Okay. Uh, Anything But Ordinary, Things I'll Never Say, like, all of the bangers. Like, <laughs> those, were, those were all... <laughs> all of the, the Matrix. hot tracks. And they said that, they said, like, they put out that they, you know, did most of, almost all of the work. Yeah. And then she disputed that. So. Those songs, the song, like, now no, that I know, like, you can't blame her, she was 16. 16, yeah. Yeah, she had a really marketable style, she had a marketable voice, she was, like, a cute little white girl from Canada, like, yeah. they could kind of do no wrong with her, so, you know, it makes sense that, that they kind of took her and hoard her out. Well, apparently, though, also, she got her start singing kind of, like, folksy country songs. Like, she, really? her first thing that she did was she performed with Shania Twain when she was, like, 15. She sounds like Shania Twain. 
and that so that's the direction that they were gonna take her in. Uh huh. But like right when she w- like those two years when she was starting to get signed and l- work on her albums, she almost got dropped from the record. First of all, because and we would never she, have Avril Lavigne. She she had suddenly discovered the whole like skater lifestyle, like pop yeah, punk, yeah. whatever that happens when you turn like sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And so she started <clears throat> that. She, that she started getting into that world, her you know whole persona started changing, and and it, sh- it didn't really fit anymore with that, you know stuff the yeah, material yeah. the repertoire that she kind of had been singing before, and so they were kind of butting heads about that, and she was like, no, I want to make it more rock like Nirvana, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it wasn't until like the Matrix production group and like that they like kind of got that and they were able to put the song together but even then she was like no i don't like complicated like these songs are too like poppy punk and those are the most marketable yeah yeah wow and so she wanted like her sound that she wanted was more like losing grip and unwanted which those songs suck so you're wrong avril (laughs) they're more like you know yeah like whining super guitar-y and everything and ellie reed was like no No, thanks. Imagine an, an Avril Lavigne-less world. Well, this is what I wonder. Okay, because she created... Like, I was looking at a BuzzFeed list, uh-huh. like, like, like early 2000s style, and one of them on the list was, like, anything Avril Lavigne. Because that whole style, it she started such a, a huge... Yeah, this, this own... Like, a subculture. Oh, absolutely. And I wonder, like, but was it... Did, like, what came first? The Avril or the shitty-ass uh, Hot Topic? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, crap. wearing... T- <laughs> Emo, like, what came first? Well, I don't know, it's hard to say because, like, this started my love of pop punk. Like, to this day, I love pop punk. Yeah, I know you do. You do, too. <laughs> like, you don't love it, not but you like... You. Not as much as I do. But, like, I really appreciate pop punk. Like, I... And, like, Fall Out Boy's al- first album was, like, so important to me as a child, and I still know every word to that album. So I don't know. Like, I didn't know anything before this. So it's hard to, like, figure out. It's just so, like, the movie 13. And, like, <laughs> you know, the angst and, like, emo everything. And, and then her, like, her image was, <laughs> it was, like, the, the ribbed tank tops. Yes. Like, the, a tie. the straps. Yeah, One or more tie, ties. Probably striped. Yeah. And then she would wear, like, those kind of, like, Hot topicy pants, she parachute like, pants. Yeah, or Dickies. Ew, yeah. You know, um, probably like striped socks, like high. And then up. like those checkered bands. Yeah, old school bands. That's why I bought a pair of checkered bands because she had them. Skater shoes, Converse, like, and then she would wear like the straight hair, the like dark eye makeup. Yeah. Like studded jewelry. Probably jelly bracelets, like <laughs> wristbands. Yeah, the thick wristbands with like studs on them. Yeah, I had one of those. I had a camouflage one of those. Oh my god, I, I had... literally hated myself. Like I hate myself. <laughs> I had um, I had pink fishnet like <laughs> glove things I re- that you put. <gasps> I remember those, like fingerless glove things that like you put on your forearms. What? <laughs> Let's go down our... Uh, and we oh, you know what she was? She was um the generation girl, Barbie, Tori. <laughs> right? Google that, everyone. Like, skater girl. Like, that is a throwback. And, and that shit holds up. I don't care. We don't even need to review it. Generation girls. Generation girls. Is that a TV show? 
Or just dolls. No, it was just dolls, but, like, they had, like, computer games. Oh, yeah. And just, like, like a website. all this wonderful stuff. Yeah. They were, like, better than my scene. I, I had no interest in my scene or... Generation That's because they were, like, a hackneyed-ass, like, version of Bratz. Like, yeah. their Mattel's attempt at, like, I, yeah. keeping up. <laughs> um, so, okay. yeah. She was the Generation Girl Tori. So... And she, like, started all that, like, happy bunny shit. Did she know. start it, though? No, I'm saying, well, if, if you go by the argument that the Avril came before the then Hot Topic crap. I think it happened at the same time. I think it was, like, just a generational move towards, like, emo. Because that was that's when emo started, I think. Yeah, it was, like, basically, like, a rehashing of, like, early 90s grunge, like... Yeah, yeah, Millennials yeah. getting into their, like, preteen years. Um, okay, our, the first song is Losing Grip. I did not remember this song at all. Well, I remembered it because it was the first one on the album. I, I must have skipped this every single time listening. Well, because I, everyone just wanted to get to the good stuff, which was yeah, complicated. Which was the, the next, next song, one. complicated. Yeah. But when I with, when this song started playing, I started thinking about Avril Lavigne as, as a person and who she is today and, like, her... She's married to Chad Kroger of Nickelback. <laughs> like, this album... I'm going to say, start right now, this album is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. This album becomes a 0 out of 10 when you think of it as being about Chad Kroger. Which it isn't. It wasn't written about Chad Kroger. Yeah. But. <laughs> like, None she's... of this was about anything because, like, you're you're 16 or 17. What do you know about anything? Like, what were you doing when you were 16 or I 17? I was the... <laughs> like, I was thinking about, like, boys, like, I'm wanting them to hold my hand and shit. But, yeah. like. But I, th- I wasn't this emotional. I wasn't, like, I also didn't ha- have, like, the self-esteem to be, like, whatever, I'm not gonna let you change me, I'm not your fool, nobody's fool. Yeah, like, yeah. But also, when you know that it was not, it was written by probably some, like, 30-year-old Yeah, dudes. 30, exactly, who were like, well, this is marketable. Yeah. Like, I, when I was nine or whatever, and I was listening to this, I was like, oh my god, like, I can't wait to be 16 and have this many I emotions know, and, like, go, have such, have a difficult breakup and, like, experience love. When I was 16, I was the ugliest I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life. No man wanted to look at me. Like, I was horrible. I had the worst braces ever. Oh, yeah, I had braces my for another two years. My teeth It was a sad, it was, sad yeah. story. 16-year-old me was a tragic figure. <laughs> but this happened when we were, like, going into our preteen years. Yeah, yeah. I was maybe I had maybe So just we had this nine. dream of what we would be like when we were sixteen. We we're like, we're gonna be like Avril. Yeah. Like, but also punk rock. <laughs> How old are you in, I mean what grade are you when you're sixteen? <clears throat> tenth grade. Yeah, tenth grade. Tenth grade. Junior. But she just like dropped out of school because she Oh yeah, I mean I would too. <laughs> yeah, right. Like if I had that much money, like bye. <laughs> I'm not interested. The youngest like <clears throat> female like to have that much success. It, all of her songs, like, being in the... Yeah. Like, four songs in the top 100. And, like, two of the songs on this album, right, had music videos that were, like, absolutely huge. All of her music videos, though, were, like, her and, like... Jumping over cars. These, like, yeah, but, like, with with these, like... She was, like, the only girl in the group and these, like, a bunch of these, like, hooligan guys, yeah. like, causing a ruckus in a mall. I guess they were... <laughs> in a mall. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, because she couldn't drive there like her parents. Now, like now that I'm 22, almost at the wrong age, 
I'm like, oh, your mom drove you there. Like, your mom yeah, drove you to that mall so you could skateboard around and, like, be a little punk-ass bitch. Yeah. Like, annoying people making Poor minimum mom. wage at Orange Julius. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, knocking over signs. And yeah. Like, and, like, running up the down escalator. Yeah. Like, like, you're just making people who make minimum wage, you're making their lives really difficult and uncomfortable. Fuck you, Avril. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except for... Uh, but people so, ate that shit up, so... So the first song, Losing Grip, yeah, I don't remember it at all, but the chorus mm-hmm. I thought was good. It, like, you know, there's a build, I think. And it it's so, like, <laughs> angsty. Yeah. Why should I care? Yeah, that's what I like. If you don't care, I don't care. It pretty much sums it up. <laughs> but, like, it was, you know, I, I, I did like that it was, like, kind of slow, and then the, you know, chorus became a little faster. And she sounds kind of like... Like, when you really think about it, the lyrics are pretty, like, I'm desperate, you left me. But somehow she still, like, sounds badass. And yeah. Like, well, fuck you then. So I found when I was listening to this song, like, I didn't remember... This song, this song I'm sure I mostly skipped, but I didn't remember the words, but I did remember the cadence of everything she said. I could, like, follow along with the song just, like, it, if I scatted. Like, yuppity bop, like, I could do that along with the song without saying words. Exactly, exactly. But, like, exactly copy her cadence. Um, I also appreciate this album, the longest song is, like, tops four minutes, and I really like that. Why would anyone ever make it more? (laughs) Short songs, please, forever. I don't have time. Don't have time. No long intros. No long intros. That's you, trans music. (laughs) This also showcased her famous Canadian yodel that she did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's for a different song, but she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, She did all of those. We'll like, get to the yeah, yeahs, because there's th- those are all over this album. And that was very, like, reminiscent of, like, of 90s Femi, like, grunge. Yeah. Everything, like, Alanis Morissette, even like, Paula Cole, is it? Paula Cole, like, I don't want to wait. So, da, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or Cranberry Zombie. Zombie. Yeah. 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 That was the original Rihanna. And then also I will say about this song that, like, the whole, you know, the why should I care sentiment. Like, it's very mm-hmm. angsty and it's clearly one of the ones she had uh, more creative control. I think it's good to have as the intro of the song because it was, like, the intro into our, you know, angsty teen years. Yeah. Good point. Number two is complicated everyone knows this song of course i what was the video to this it was the hooligans in the mall mall. yeah then what was skater boy hooligans out on the park in a parking lot walking on cars just hooligans walking around well not walking like lame parkouring (laughs) until they get to a stage in the middle of it you know yeah oh and then they like rock out in the mall to like a bunch of Mm -hmm. other 16 year olds yeah. Or, like, 12-year-olds, probably. They wind up, uh, at the end, rocking out somewhere after <laughs> causing much pain and devastation to <laughs> passerby. Um, oh, the lyric that hit me most in this song is when she says, preppy clothes. Oh, yeah, take off all your preppy clothes. Because also, that was um, another thing in culture that was that was uh, showing up. So much Abercrombie, Hollister, yes, everything. Yes. like preps versus emo kids. Yeah. Versus. Yes, versus. Popped collars, frosted, lemon juice hair, <laughs> uh, those those hemp necklaces, what were those? 
Um, yeah, they're hemp necklaces. There's another word and I can't... Yeah. Like, con- something shell. Puka shell. Puka sh- well, puka shell, yeah. And they're, like, that braided kind of, like... Mm-hmm. Hemp, just that, yeah. like, beachy crap, you know, Bermuda shorts and flip-flops. I think my problem was I tried to be both of those things. Like Everyone somehow tried to because it was such a dichotomy, like... I was like, I want to be a skater. Like, I want to wear a wristbands and... And a, a black tutu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not a black tutu, exactly, but basically. And, like, a tie. But I also want to wear two polo shirts and cargo shorts. Yeah. And I, it was a you failure. have it all. It was a failure. Everyone looked fucking ugly, and Ugh, I regret early it. Early 2000s, so it, was, it was all it's denim the worst. It's the worst of all time. Denim upon denim upon denim. <laughs> Den- denim upon denim. <laughs> like, when uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake... Yeah, went to the VMAs. With denim... Everywhere. Everywhere. That was either the late 1990s I think that or was the early 2000s. The early, I think it was the early 2000s, too. Maybe it was 2000. God. Skunk highlights, like, chunky, like, different colors. Yikes, yikes. Not Times cool, not cool. We'll talk about that at some point. Oh, I wanted to mention this at the beginning and I forgot, but... So my friend Meredith, shout out to my friend Meredith, um, and I came up with a rough outline of a Nickelback musical, a Nickelback and Avril Lavigne musical, like oh. jukebox musical, featuring <laughs> their music. God. I feel like I can get her at one point to herself explain, or the two of us explain together what it's about, but like, it would be pretty good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. astoundingly amazing. A singer, a Broadway singer singing Avril Lavigne's music would be awesome. I think so, because she... Actually, like this this album, it's really vocally challenging. Yeah, these songs like that's why I think it it. I don't want to spoil our final judgments, but that's why I think it kind of holds up because it's like fun yeah. to sing, even as you know, twenty young whatever year olds. Yeah, whatever year olds. None of your concern. <laughs> I already said my age. So. <laughs> I'll just leave mine. <laughs> Should we move on to number three, track three? Okay, <clears throat> Skater Boy, S K eight R B O I. That's like AIM language, A I M language. Oh my God, AIM. <laughs> <laughs> like we should, we should do a whole a AIM medium of- through which we could express our emo angsty sentiments. Yes, I remember having an AIM profile. Like you know, you could like click on someone's name and go to their profile, mm-hmm. and that was like all like word art, like text art. Yes, and shit. I was obsessed Early with emojis, and it probably yes. said some some adjective, and then girl, G-R-L-R-R-R, as many Do you remember? As you want, I'm uh, not going to make you say it, because I, I will never say mine. Do you remember your AIM screen name? I might not, actually. I remember mine. I will never. It was probably, I think it was like, or like something really I know what mine was, but mine was honestly so embarrassing that I am never going to say it. It's, I mean, now I'll, I really I'll, want you to well, say I'll it. I'll tell you, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast. You can cut it out. Yeah, I'll cut it out. Okay. It was... <laughs> my mom got so mad at me for it. It was... That's not embarrassing. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. holds up more than, like, Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely holds up. Hold I watched up. it only a few years ago again, and it was, like, still really good. But... So... Like, it's embarrassing. That's not embarrassing. And it was with a U, I would too. make that my screen name now. <laughs> I'm still gonna bleep it out. I'm still gonna bleep it out. Oh my god. Probably. We'll see. Skater Boy epitomizes the entire concept that is Ad- Avril Lavigne. There, you can't get much more Avril Lavigne than that track. It's quintessential. It's the quintessential. Absolutely. Idiosyncratic mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne all the way. Like, if I made a, like, 
if I was sending into space, like, this is what the early 2000s were like, I would... <laughs> That'd be on there. That track. Put a time there. capsule, like, yeah. send it in binary code to the I bet, you know the time capsule that's He was out- a skater boy. <laughs> you know the outside the Natural History Museum, there's, like, that big time capsule thing that looks like a nut? Maybe. Oh, I was gonna, I think it was made in the, the year 2000, so probably Skater Boy's not in there, but also I bet Skater Boy made its way in there somehow. Oh, so I, this is, this song to me is like the beginning of really nasty, like, girls being like, I'm not like other girls, Yes! Like, I'm cool. I was so going to say that. That, like, Taylor Swift, like, really <gasps> fed Oh my up. god, Gap, I'm gonna fall, <laughs> oh my god! That was, remember when I was like, I'm gonna say this note after this other song? Is that what you were gonna I say? I was gonna say, she did this crap before Taylor Swift yeah. did. Like, I'm, I'm really the girl for you, but I wear t-shirts and, like, like I'm, I'm just, I'm not like, like other I'm not girls. like cool other girl. girls, but she, like, the whole, like, Madonna whore yeah, yeah. complex. And it's really I'm ugly different. and nasty. That was, like, a sentiment that continued from, what would that have been? Like, the, the wave of feminism in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very much, obviously, like, no, girls don't have to like pink. Like, don't don't force them to be yeah, this way. Like, yeah. we can be tomboys and blah, blah, blah. And that was great in some ways, and it like, but it made a lot of not complex uh, female heroines, you know, yeah, on on a lot of TV shows and movies that were like, I'm just completely like brave and yeah. and flawless, and I can do it all. It, like they created a monster basically, yeah, because they were like, not all girls have to like pink, and which is true, not all girls do ha- do have to like pink. But then it created this Frankenstein's monster of like. Well, now, if you like pink, then you're not cool. Yeah. Like, and then, so, like, you you want to be the cool girl who, like, I don't have any female friends, like, blah, blah, blah. Which is so Which uncool. is so lame. You're just difficult, and other girls don't want you anyway. Exactly. Like- <laughs> exactly. Taylor Swift probably listened to, she's about our age, like, she probably listened to yeah. Avril Lavigne, and she was like, oh, yeah, it's cool not to be a, a like, girly girl. Yeah. You know, like, a girl. Quote, unquote, girl. Yeah. And it is. It's cool to be any type of girl. But, like, when I listened to this in fourth grade, I was like, yeah, you know what? I am the cool girl who doesn't have any female friends, except I didn't have a single male friend until <laughs> 11th grade. I only had female friends. Like, I don't like hanging out with girls. They're so catty and blah, blah, blah. Like, boys are catty. Like, have you ever met men? They're the <laughs> most dramatic, like, people in the world. Yeah, I, I took I took the sentiment to heart. I was like, yeah, I am a cool girl, and I was really not. And I'm like, oh, I hate pink, but you know me. <laughs> like, if you saw in my room right now, we're currently laying it's on all pink, pink everything. My car is pink. I've always loved pink, and the, I couldn't keep up that charade for very long. <laughs> I kept Let it up for a, for a lot longer than you did, but I eventually. Yeah, but you're more authentically a tomboy than yeah. That's I am true. Too, that's anyway. true. Okay, I don't know about you, but. I was all about dem skater boys. Um, I, I was, was absolutely about dem skater boys. I will not name them by name, but there were at least three or four boys in my grade who I was like, hell yeah. Because they wore like skinny jeans and had like skater hair. They had like those puffy skater shoes. Oh, and they God. like did that really, and, and, and really what they were doing is wearing a baseball cap too much and they didn't get a haircut as as yeah. often as they should. And now so all those hair, boys like, are bald, I bet. Flipped, their hair was flipped up on the sides mm-hmm. from that. And it, I just thought it, like, looked so cute. And, like, and they had, like, bad posture and the works, you know? Yeah, skinny. That's when, like, skinnier like, jeans started to be cool. 
And, uh, and I don't know, and probably none of them even skateboarded, really. I know for a fact none of the boys in my grade skateboarded. That was also um, an echo of, of, like, of 80s, 90s extreme sports culture, oh, yeah, like, yeah, rocket yeah. power. <laughs> like Mountain Dew, like, yeah. Like Gatorade, like, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah Gatorade. rocket power, you know, like, rocket yeah. power, rocket power. And, like, those, that skate part in mm. Spark in Riverside Park. Yeah. Yeah. I remember us as like nine and ten and eleven years old going to central park and like standing outside the skate park with our hands like <laughs> on the barbed wire <laughs> yeah exactly hands on the like grate and we were just like staring into the skater which was like maybe they'll talk to us they were all like 15 and 16 they were like who are those children <laughs> yeah. like, we were like oh, or yeah. we were peering over the the edge of that like stone wall oh, yeah. like, like yeah. up on the high that higher that level the yeah River. We we're just like peering down like like hoping that boys would talk watching to us. these like white boys like falling like yeah do, like doing like one of those like little what are they called kickflips yeah kickflips like on a pole that's like two inches high and being like and like making it like two so inches flash cool. forward Wiping like out. 11 years and now both of us yesterday were at the mall and we were like i want to learn how to skateboard yeah i know flash forward like we'll ever do that though yeah like we'll ever do that but yeah now i feel like now that that's over and like like white boys have stopped ruining it i feel mm-hmm. like i see a lot of black guys skateboarding yeah and i see and a lot of skateboard black girls part. skateboarding and like and that's cool. cool yeah yeah and i'm like okay now it's cool now <laughs> the girls cool. are now doing we it, can cool. maybe get involved yeah exactly now maybe we'll and ruin it again yeah skateboard. and re-ruin skateboarding yeah exactly i tried to skateboard once in someone's apartment and i hurt myself i've tried to stand on a skateboard yeah, full to... stop and i was like whoa like, i didn't realize that it rocks back and forth that changed my life. It's just, it's a board on wheels. Like, that's not, like, I don't get the physics of it, like... Yeah, I don't get Almost it. as much as I don't get the physics of surfing. Like, how, yeah. How do... How board. do skateboarders get the board to stick to their feet? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then let's also talk about how she gives away her Canadianness in this one part in the album where she's like, Sorry, girl, but you missed out. Sorry. Sorry, girl. <laughs> like, that is... But there's a few of those. There's a few sorries where I'm like, yikes. Yeah. No one was like, What is this? Franklin? Uh-huh. <laughs> Franklin? Remember? The turtle? The turtle Franklin. He was, was Canadian? Yeah. Didn't even know. He frequently was like, sorry, bear. Tomorrow we'll go. N- never noticed. We'll, we will, we shall review. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a Franklin episode. That shit won't hold up. I, I, yeah. That's my guess. Little Bill was on the TV somewhere where oh I was. God. I don't even remember where it was. I was like, this is not okay. It's like, this is a bad timing. Taints everything that <laughs> exactly. Harlem is. Yeah. Um, One more thing that I wonder is if she was, like, actually dating a band member. It's probably a stunt. First of all, band member, what am I saying? Like, those were just some guys that they, like, hired. Like, L.A. Reid, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they sleep. liked her, like, they hated her, those guys. Did they even play like, instruments? She's a down chick. You like, know? were there Avril Lavigne concerts in 2002 and three? I'm sure. Like, it was I want to so look bad. that up. I wonder if there's a video of that anywhere. Oh, my God. It's probably Can horrible. you imagine the sea of... 12-year-olds? <laughs> it had to be an under-21 show. Because she's under-21. I bet you all her band members are, like, 35 when she's sure. 16. I remember there's a photo... I wish we had the actual booklet with us. There's a photo in the booklet of her, like, sitting on a sidewalk with her band members. And I remember looking at that photo and being like, oh, my God. 
the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, Inspo. I wish I was vision that, board. Yeah, vision board. <laughs> I want to sit on a curb. Which is the least Avril Lavigne thing you could do. Exactly, about. is make a vision board. Yeah. Um, Are you ready for I'm with you? Yes. Why is the with not capitalized? Right? Okay. I thought that was just a typo on Spotify, but it's always been like yeah, that. Yeah, it's always been like that. Maybe she like wrote it like that, and people were like, "Actually, the W should be capitalized." And she was like, "Well, I'm cool and punk, so I'm gonna yeah." <laughs> like I don't, I, fuck rebel, grammar, rebel life. Fuck, fuck the man. I didn't have much to say about this, but I did love this song when I was younger. Well, this like this they actually marketed to adults too. Mm-hmm. Like, see, you can like this as well. Yeah. Buy this album for your children, because it's like you know the ballad on the album, but it's also like just a great song a and ballad song. in general it really is when i was nine she this avril made me feel feelings i had never felt before yeah you can't you I can't like, not sing with it and you can't not get the feels i i felt you know i was suffering from a breakup i had never had listening <laughs> to this i was like oh my god like he left me like i'm with you forever <laughs> person who i've never dated but i have a crush on like i felt it i felt it now when we were listening to it like two hours ago i know like i was like Yes, girl. I'm standing on the bridge waiting in the dark. Thought that you'd be here by now. <laughs> that's like that's like a like a bitchy conversation to your boyfriend like I'm standing on the bridge waiting, I'm waiting in the dark. In the dark. I, I thought, thought you would be here by now. <laughs> Where are you? Isn't anyone trying to find me? <laughs> Won't somebody come take me home? It's a day. Then that and that's the part when it's a drunk girl talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Somebody come and take me home. Want somebody come take me home? It's a damn cold night. Which I thought it was a damp cold night for a long time. Really? Yeah. And this is the first album I bought that had curse words on it. I think. Does it have curse words? She says ass. I not mean... not in this song. Well, I remember being nine and being like, oh my god, she oh says ass. She yeah. says damn cold night. Wow. I was like raised so liberal. Like I should not have been this scared of curse words. I know. But like. I don't know what happened to me as a child where I, I was so scared, like, well, nervous about I mean, we still swearing. were, like, goody-goody and we, yeah. like, got all those, like, no drug seminars, yeah, and, you yeah. know, at our public schools. So, let's page flip. And her voice is so clear and cutting in this, too. Yeah, like, it's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful song. I, I, like, sometimes when I hear a, really, a song that I really like, I, like, go to Spotify and see if there are any covers of it. So, I, like, want to do that with a bunch of these songs. See if there are any, yeah. like, cool covers of, of these. And she does, oh, she does her, um, also her quintessential yo- yodel. Yeah, 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 Okay, and then it gets to a bunch of reject songs. No, I love Mobile. I love Mobile, Marissa. I'm gonna fight you on this. Mobile is a, is a banger. Mm. That's one of my fave songs on the album. Questionable. Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I like forgot about this song and it like hit me like a ton of bricks. What I will say about it mm-hmm. is that I can absolutely see the hook in particular mm-hmm. being used like right after like a fight like in in a nineties TV show mm-hmm. like or an early two thousands TV show like Caitlyn's Way. You Caitlyn's said- Way. Okay. Just well, like so, at, right after she like fights with the guy. Wait, hold she on, likes. hold on. What the viewers are missing is Marissa gave me a knowing look, like I would know what Caitlyn's way is, and I have uh, no idea what know, that means. Caitlyn's way, that angsty horse girl who was all about like she was obsessed with horses and riding horses, and she had like this short. I promise you, Wait, and hold on, I'm hold sure on. there's people listening. I'm doing, I'm doing a Google, a live Google search. I'm one percent bad. Caitlyn's way. See she had that like, like red dyed, like you hear me short typing. haircut. 
Caitlyn's way. And she probably wore like a black choker and like. Is this a movie? No, it was a TV show. I've never seen this and before in my entire the life. The only thing she cared about were horses. I've seen this shirt, so I must have seen lame. this. I've never, I, I've never seen this in my entire life. Maybe. What network was it on? I don't. I have one percent battery. This is gonna die before I even. Nickelodeon came out the same year, like three months before. I've never seen. Yeah, this in my see? entire life. Spot on. I. I am like. Never seen a this. cultural guru. Basically, it was after the Saddle Club had grown up and I gone like angsty as fuck. The Saddle Club. So, but no, and then listen to the hook of this, and it totally would be in a scene like right after like, like Caitlyn saw the guy she likes like kissing another girl or something, mm-hmm. like and like when she like, like ran away or like was riding in a car with like, rain droplets on the window. You know. I love the song. It would fit into that. That's all I have to say about that. I wrote, I wrote, I think this might be my fave. What? You have terrible taste. <laughs> well, what was your favorite song on the album? Not that. I love, I loved it. It just makes, I like you know the song writing. think of Mobile, Alabama also, too. That's true, but I didn't have that context when I was nine or whatever. I don't like the chorus that much. I like the verses and I like the lyrics. That's why I'm saying it would totally fit in with like a scene Caitlin's in, way. A, in a, like a TV show like that. <laughs> Everything's changed. No, I changed my mind. I like the verse. This is, I love this song. It's not my fave. I wrote that without the you rest of the album. You just said it was your fave. No, I wrote, I think this might be my fave. But that was before I listened to the rest of the I album. I think that might be a mistake. <laughs> okay, sure. And I'm judging you. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Most fervently. Oh, I wrote, I want, I want Avril to do a re-release. I want her to sing, do this entire album now. She's like all like Lyme disease. Yeah, I know. She's Lyme disease. Sorry, Avril. She's married to Chad. You know what? I don't. She's married to Chad Kroger. Fuck off. He might have affected her singing style. Everything's changing. (laughs) When When I turn around, all out of my control. I'm I'm a miracle back. (laughs) Six, unwanted. I wrote, first note equals skip. Hated the song. Yeah, because that was the first thing and I that was one of the Cliff Magnus uh, creative control for Avril. Songs. Okay, okay, yeah. And good. this was like one of the like this was the sound that she wanted. Along like with those for some context, listeners, Marissa lost her phone during this song. She couldn't find it. Both of us had a conversation during the song. We couldn't care less. It was so like, boring. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, exactly. Filler song. Filler exactly song. filler. This is filler. And you know what else? It's so nominally accurate. <laughs> Unwanted. <laughs> Unwanted. Nominally accurate. Like, ve- it's very meta. Exactly. Yeah, meta. She knows. She knew. And uh, ironically, it was what she wanted for her sound. <laughs> she and whatever his name is disagreed. <laughs> On what was, Cliff what was Magnus. cool. Cliff Magnus. But also, like, who was she so mad at? Who is hurting you, Avril? Who was... Because I mean, this was her... This was the sound that she most wanted. This was, like angry white girl yeah but she was like 16 17 like who was like making her feel unwanted i don't know when i was 16 i was like i wanted i mean i was not mad at the world but i like wanted to be so mad at the world and i was like oh yeah i'm like so privileged like i have everything that i want like (laughs) i want for nothing just so you could be like sorry i can't be perfect exactly hey dad look look at me me. (laughs) (laughs) um What's the next one? Tomorrow. Another fave. Okay, this one's cute. The Return of the Hey Yas. Okay, well, this song is really cute. The only thing that I hate about it is that it starts with, and I wanna believe. It starts and. with, and. And I, da 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 da. Because, like, that's one of my pet peeves when people put 
like quotes up and stuff that start with and she said that she would never let him break her <laughs> and she she like or something or something really emo like it's always melodramatic yeah yes and like about cutting or something like yeah, that you yeah, know what I mean yeah. like so dramatic and yeah. ugh, just like so <laughs> it's just so unnecessarily dramatic and world. attention grabbing and so. it's like fishing for like are you okay you started a sentence with and <laughs> That's like the stipulation. That's like you know someone's crying out for help if they if they write a, a <laughs> melodramatic quote that starts with and. And she said she'd never believe in love until he came into her life. And she said she would never leave this town. <laughs> Emo tropes. Tra- and Pinterest trope. <laughs> right. Pinterest trope like circa board, 2016. Board Christian housewives. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Sorry. Inspirational quotes board on Pinterest. Ugh. Ugh. Do you have an inspirational quotes board? Maybe. But you best believe it doesn't start with and. (laughs) (laughs) Track number eight. Anything but ordinary. And I wanna... (laughs) (laughs) Love this. Um, Yeah, this song... Except my one... Is a banger. It's a banger. My one thing is that it is like, I'm weird. Like, let's freak out the squares. Like, look how cool and weird and interesting yeah. I am. And it's like, you're literally so normal. That was such an emo trope. Yes. The, that, like, the emo kids and stuff in, in junior high. Yeah, yeah. They would, like, revel in being, like, Random. the weirdos of the school. Exactly. And they, and they, but they would do, like, they, I feel like they would purposely do crap. Like, they would, like, make fun of, like, preppy girls. Like, like when they yeah, would run yeah. and hug each other, yet they would do the exact same thing. Well, they would like run and like go like hug each other and jump up and down. Naruto like, run, your like, arms yeah. back. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's all about like freaking out the squares. <laughs> like you, they would freak out. Just, we called this the Hat Kids because they all wore like weird hats and they all watched. I mean, Doctor Who is fine. Like I don't really care about it, but their personality was like I watched Doctor Who. Like that was their main personality trait steampunk like, yeah. <laughs> like if you met them like within two minutes you would know that they watched doctor who like that kind of person steam punk steampunk exactly probably wore a steampunk hat hat with goggles a hat with go- yeah top hat with go- like exactly they were all stuff like that hat kids like those type of that's who this <laughs> that's what who this song is about they would like come up to where we were sitting and then like do a weird movement just like for attention and we'd be like okay like anyway back to eating my lunch like yeah. we, we were both like that at some point. I mean, we, we both thought that was kids, cool. Though. We weren't like, hat kids, no. We were like, we had but our... But we were the anything but ordinary version of that, We I had think. our allotted little time period where we were... When we were in Avril... We were into Avril yeah, and stuff when exactly. it was, like, normal. Yes. Not when we were... We didn't perpetuate the crap. I mean, that's a lie. I totally got a pair of pants from Hot Topic and, like, yeah. had a Happy oh, yeah. Bunny shirt. I'm sure I went to Hot Topic and enjoyed, like, the random humor of Happy Bunny. And then I... Yeah, random. A year later, I was like, that's so annoying. And I re- it's, like, so hackneyed and not funny at all. Watched Happy Tree Friends online. Oh, like. my God. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, and this is where I... This is where I first recognized when we were doing this re-listen just, like, a couple hours ago, like... This is when I first recognized, oh, this is where my love of pop punk started. This album. Yeah. This is a great song. It is. Like, it's, the instrumental's it's... great. The vocals are great. Sorry, and, like, so even though it totally inspires that culture of, like, I'm weird. I'm, I'm different. Yeah, I'm random. It's, it, authentically, it, it's a, it's a song that has, like, that is, that is profound and it has, you know, 
Because she's saying things like, I want to know that I have been to the extremes. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that I want in my life, you know? Yeah, yeah. I want to drive fast or whatever she says. I don't want to be ordinary. I want to feel alive. Like... Yeah, yeah. Everyone does feel like that. She really tapped into the... She couldn't have written this song, though. Yeah, no. This was a Matrix song. Yeah. (laughs) This also makes me think of something that one of my best friends has said before. Mm -hmm. He told me one time that he wishes that he could get shot. Like in what? somewhere like not fatal, like somewhere in his, uh, like on his shoulder or something. Ow. But mainly actually he wanted to do that so that he could like be in a hospital bed and people would come in and feel sorry for him and be like, wow, he got shot. Oh my God. Like, damn. <laughs> That's psychotic. That's... He wouldn't re- actually, I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't actually really want to get shot. Yeah. No one wants to get shot. And also, I don't think that Avril Lavigne really drives fast to feel the danger, so. <laughs> you know. That's the, like, ravings of a madman saying you want to get, that's like, you know that test that people give, like, sociopaths, and they're like, oh, a, a strange man shows up to your mother's funeral. You really hit it off, but you don't get his number, you don't learn his name. And the next day, you kill your father. Why? What? What kind of personality does? Right, exactly. And then if the person says, if you say, I have no idea what that means, you're normal. And if you say, well, you killed your father because you wanted that man to show up again so you can meet him, then you're like a sociopath. I don't know how accurate that is. But that's like a thing. But that's what that sounds. That's what it sounds like right now. Like I think it's more along the lines of shooting himself with a gun so he can like I'm have people pay attention to him. Th- this uh, I'm gonna say this uh, crazy over exaggerated crap. Just like Avril <laughs> says this crazy over exaggerated crap. So people- I say this shit all the time too. Like ah, oh, God, like my my life sucks. I I don't do anything. Like I just want to like jump out of a plane. Like yeah, I just want to like, you know. No. What would happen if I just, like, jumped off this balcony? I don't ever feel like that because I'm literally afraid of everything. But don't you want to know that you've been to the extreme? No, I don't. I want to know <laughs> that I was safe in my home and that I'm still alive. <laughs> that I, there was no chance I would die. Yeah. I'm fine. True that. I'm I just want a completely, like, uneventful life. <laughs> Consisting of me. I just want to get money. Room, making a podcast with you about right. Afro Levine and that's yep. it. Sitting in this I'd bed. I'd be content with that. Just making a podcast for the rest of our lives. Should we move on? Track nine. Great this song. is my fave. This is my fave. Love. Wait, this is this the rock one? No. Fun, strummy, feels good in my tummy. Is this Hakudada? What? Hakudada, Hakudada, ha. She does not say that. Yes, she does. At the end, she goes, Hakudada, Hakudada, ha. She's not like saying anything specific. No, it's. She's like scatting. She does not say Hakudada, though. She does. Listen to it, listeners. She says Hakudada. I'm going to look it up for you right now because I looked at the album art <laughs> on the CD insert and you Me didn't. Me too. Yes, I did. I have the album at my parents' house right now. I saw it the other well day. Enough. I'm looking it up too. Things I'll never say. Google search. Well, it's not going to be in the lyrics because it's scatting. I don't remember where in the song it is. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why do we give uh, a shit? I do because it's not a Hakudata. I don't know. I can't find it. It's not going to be anywhere. It doesn't matter. It's it really doesn't valid. matter. Nope. But for now, let's move on to... Well, I do want to say about the song, though. It definitely is like... It's so... Makes you want a boy to love you and... La la la, marry me today. It's such a like yeah. junior high... 
high school like it's like crush, it, it makes like, you want to like be in love with someone who will like grab you and be like let's just get married am i squeezing you too tight yeah. like it's just like cute love and it's like what you think that like love is gonna be yeah in, in, and in fact it's age. non-existent or annoying and lack thereof lack the, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's like it's so cute. Yeah, marry me today. Marry me today. I love like, that line. Yeah, when but only only in that mind frame, not like in the actual adult. I say that in quotations. Mind frame that we have nowadays. I'd be like, marry me today. <laughs> oh, don't I'd be like, marry me not. ever. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, don't even talk to me like that. Like yeah. never say Actually, that again. Actually, let's break up. <laughs> Actually, and... let's break up right now. Let's yeah. break up today. <laughs> That's the way it really goes, Avril. Yeah. She knows now. But she, I mean, she married Chad She's Kroger, so. Twice. Did she get divorced from Chad Kroger? She separated. <gasps> I learned something Guess today. Guess that screws up your jukebox musical. Well, it's not Puts about a them, wrench in that But it does juke. throw a throw... <laughs> wrench in that juke. <laughs> it'll, it'll never come to be. I must have known that. I must have known that they were separated. I mean, who cares? Yeah, literally, who cares? Not me. Number 10, track My 10. World. My World. I like this song a lot. It's a weird song. This actually was one of the ones that, like, she had more creative control. Really? Magnus guy, yeah. I like this one but a it's, lot. But uh, it's clearly very autobiographical, like... In my world. Like, it distinctly says, like, in small town, Napanee, and, yeah, and crap yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about, like, working at the mall or whatever. Yeah. Fried chicken ass. She the, does ass. Yeah. I felt which, really dangerous at the listening time, to yeah. this song when I was nine. I was like, oh, fried oh chicken God. ass. I'm a big kid. <laughs> First of all, like, what was that? I, I, was I very still confused. don't know. I, I was still like, don't this know. This weird. This song is like the theme song to an early 2000s TV show, like Bruce Face or something. Yes. The hook of it, like, can't help it if I space in a day's turn out the You know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I would make, I would like make this a theme song or something now. Looking back on it, too, Hot like, where, where I was, like, fried chicken ass when I was that age, I was, like, what the heck does all this mean? <laughs> now, looking back on it, I actually identify with a lot because I'm realizing, like, it's, the hook is, like, all about ADHD. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked up and she struggled with ADHD yeah. as a kid. Like, it literally is, like, can't help it if I space in a daze, my eyes tune out the other way, I may switch off and go in a daydream yeah yeah i don't remember the rest of it and you were late oh yeah well well uh, well, first of all obviously like my dad and my sister are always really like marissa the dits like she's so ditzy you know (gasps) senselessly tease me and then also i told you i found some of my uh some of my elementary school schoolwork yeah yeah um and like oh my god it was so tangential so just completely (laughs) off the mark for all of the questions, like, just off in a daze, like... Yeah, like... I didn't get good grades in elementary yeah. school. Like, I didn't get good grades until... Well, because I was were, able like, to... undiagnosed, like, just... Well, that happens to, to girls. Yeah, yeah, that happens to girls especially, like... Overdiagnosed boys because of the hyperactivity, which is not necessarily, like, the important component of ADHD. Your mental illness was allowed to just run rampant, <laughs> unchecked. Yeah. Then in high school... I got really good grades because, you know, as you get older and, and if you're smart, yeah. then you can overcompensate mm-hmm. and you can hyper-focus and, and do stuff like that. So I, I got good grades in high school, but I was like listening to it just as we were, you know, like two hours ago and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Did you ever get um, fired by a fried chicken ass? 
not quite a fried chicken ass, but uh, Asian fusion asshole ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? But does that just mean, like, what does that mean? Is it just a person who works at a fried chicken restaurant who's an ass? That's what I take away. I think so. I don't know. Or like maybe it's describing guessing. someone's ass as looking like fried chicken. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get that's it. Now. All the pieces are coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I th- yeah, I don't I think shudder it's... to see a fried chicken ass, though someone's ass who looks like yeah i feel like my ass looks like red chicken or are they talking about like the ass of the chicken fried but how would you get fired by that yeah that's true how would you also (laughs) get fired by an ass that looks like fried chicken no got fired by someone whose ass looks like fried chicken (laughs) i mean i'm just i'm just were they looking at the ass like well I'm just and the ass here. spoke to them, like... <laughs> you know, we're brainstorming, throwing out <laughs> ideas, we're, like, putting the emphasis on different words, we're figuring it out, we're figuring it out figuring here it on out. this is a yeah. holdup. <laughs> this is what, this is our job, you know, we're just doing it. That's we're mavericks, we we're, we're innovating every day. Innovators. Yeah. Pioneers. Pioneers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're doing it. Every day. Nobody's fool. Well, we'll see. This song... Is let's say it at the same time a, a banger. banger. <laughs> I don't know you're gonna put an A in there. Sorry. But yeah, that's like rock paper scissors. I always said said says says shoot. shoot a lot, but most people say rock paper scissors shoot. No, that's I mean wrong. that probably makes more sense. But rock because why would you say rock, says rock paper scissors shoot rock paper scissors says shoot? Like we think it's that cadence makes sense to us because that's what we learn. But yeah. In the same way that but, a fried chicken ass would not, you know, <laughs> a rock, paper, and a scissors would not says nothing. <laughs> but, like, one bar of music is so unsatisfying. I know, but, like, people like, don't give a shit. I guess. People say rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. That's one bar. But rock, paper, scissors, says shoot is, like, two bars. One, two, three, four... Five. One, two, three, four. It's a quarter. It's a whole note. <laughs> Paper, scissors, scissors. Two, two, three, four. <laughs> All right. So now that we have dissected rock, paper, scissors, the it, musicality. Of yeah, rock, the paper, musicality scissors, of rock, paper, scissors. The, the what's it called? What's the German word for recitati? Recitati. Oh my god, that's a note I had. That is a note I had during Wait, this? for this song. No, I was talking about rock, paper, scissors. It's what Rumspringa? No, that's when I don't a, know. that's when an Amish person. Okay, but let's to skip to like talking about this actual song. <laughs> okay, because what I want to say about this love, and love. then also, would you say that she raps in it? I don't know, but we would call it as we've come to no no Sprecha song. Oh, Sprech Sprech that German word Sprechge song, right? It has a G E. Sprech song. Sprechge song. Song. So we'll sprech sprech a song or whatever that 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 means like to to speak and sing kind of at the same time. Yeah, it's like if you've ever seen Les Misérables, like a lot of it is that. Yes, and also we were kind of talking about how being this is early 2016 January, we're um just for the books in the future, (laughs) we uh. This is, we are right now uh, in the era of Stressed Out by um, 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots. Which is and a, we're like, oh my god, what is, is this? a fire track. Yeah. What is this genre? And we're like, hmm, like you can't quite call it rap. Maybe you can. I don't know. I think it is kind of absolutely like rap, but it's like, but we're like it's Sprecha song. song. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. Um, yeah, and I think, I mean, I think this is absolutely rap, but it's also Sprecha song. Like, because she's white, we can call and it Sprecha song. And stuff. Yeah. It's like, no matter how much, like, a black pop art- artist would try, they'd be like, R&B. You know what yeah, I mean? exactly, exactly. So no matter how hard a white girl tries to rap, it's Sprecha yeah. song. <laughs> Sorry, you don't get a cool name like rap. It's called Sprecha Song. I don't know. Sprecha Song is a pretty. It cool is a pretty name. cool name. Yeah. <laughs> if if you to- started telling people that your art, your music style was Sprecha Song, that would be awesome. That was the whole purpose of thinking it up. Um, like, wanna... It's all about like appearances, keeping up appearances, and looking cool in front of yes. other people, of course. Because <laughs> remember, I was like, oh yeah, my genre of music is like Sprecha Song, like sad chords, you know, C <laughs> punk. C-punk, yeah. Normcore. That's my favorite. favorite. Normcore. Bolly dub, like Bollywood dub stuff. Something crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, what was the term we came up for the other day? Oh, because we were listening to this bachata artist that was singing... Uh, like, like an old um, 50 song. doo-wop song. Yeah, um, Be My Baby. We called it Bachata Croon. <laughs> yeah. Bachata Croon. That's acceptable. We'll go with that one. Bachata Croon. Anyways. So, oh, so we said this is a banger, but this... If a rapper performed this today, like, if a rapper had, like, a featuring lord, like, singing (laughs) the song parts, and then a rapper rapped, I wouldn't bat an eyelash. Like, her flow is so good in this song, and it's sick. Yeah. Sick. Sick. Like, the rhyming scheme is really interesting. Like, it's, it's awesome. It's such a good song. And also, to get all, like, sentimental with this crap again, now that we're doing this and, and we're reviewing it and looking back at it as an adult, I totally can relate to the sentiment of the song, mm-hmm. which is anyone who's ever experienced being in a relationship with someone who's, like, trying to change them mm-hmm. in some way, yeah. whether, like, being really vocal about it or, you know... Being manipulative and, like, yeah, gaslighting. Yeah, undercutting. Yeah, gaslighting. Yeah. To, try, to try and change you or, or make you into someone that they want you to be and it's totally not cool and i'm nobody's fool Fool. good rap marissa that was a good rap i wish she would do more stuff like this well i wish she would do more stuff like this album this entire album you know she's sold out she's kaput i feel like yeah no offense admiral she had a really racist video recently not recently in the last few years where there was like she had like a bunch of Japanese backup dancers, She's like that as Harajuku props. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Japanese women as props kind of situation. Gwen Stefani, yeah, Gwen shit. Stefani style. She's... Well, let's move on. Too much to ask. Every album has a dud, and this is it. Ooh, yeah. The these last two on the track actually are like, really on, on the album. Like they say, leave them wanting more. This leaves me wanting nothing. I don't I care. I stopped after nobody's fooled. That's the end of the album. We might as End-ed well forget. There. The, the last two were called Too Much to Ask and Naked. For Naked, the only thing I have written is no. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I see you wrote that. I just wrote no thanks. No thanks. That's I it. wrote cliche as fuck, gauche shit. Like, <laughs> and it has like the creative control with Cliff Magnus all over it. Because like the lyrics in it actually like I would have written that song when I was that age yeah it's so cli- like i'm gonna actually look up the lyrics because let's talk about too much to ask first because we're going out of order yeah though there's not much to talk about yeah there's very little there's to talk about. there are some things though that I, it's just like ho-hum 
but there there are some things that she said that I'm like, oh, I, I understand in, it more in, as an adult. I oh, thought yeah. it could work out till you chose weed over me. You're so lame. Like, huh? I didn't. I never. That didn't really happen to me, but, like, I can totally relate. And I totally relate to this. Every time I try, like, the, the course, every time I try to make you smile or laugh, mm-hmm. you're feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah, Anyone yeah. Anyone who's ever dated, like, a miserable T-W-A-T. <laughs> Who, like, you try to cheer up all the time. Exactly, and it, like, becomes They're your like, job. Nah, what was me? So oh, too oh, much oh. to ask. I don't know if you have anything else you want to say to it. It no, also doesn't it's rhyme. it's so like, boring. It's so boring. And I don't I care, can't... like, you need to rhyme. It's not catchy at all, and it's just, like... It's nothing. It's re- it's really, like... Humdrum, like... It clearly was put on the album as, like, a, okay, we'll put this on, but then you also have to do... Well, then they were, like, ugh. Let, and that, that's when yeah. they went off and they got with the Matrix and they wrote those bangers that which are known as complicated and the rest. Yeah. Okay, listen to the lyrics for Naked. I don't have I my wake, glasses on, so I can't really see I these. wake up in the morning, put on my face, the one that's gonna get me through another day. Doesn't really matter how I feel inside, cause life is like a game sometimes. It's just really, it's really elementary, but like, But then you came around me, the walls just disappeared. Nothing to surround me and keep me from my fears. I'm unprotected. See how I've opened up? Oh, you've made me trust. Because I've never felt like this before. I've never heard this before. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Sick. Uh, I'm naked around you does it show you see right through me and i can't hide i'm naked around you and it feels so right just just, yeah it's just really level one songwriting i think i did this with my friend adrian in high school we we purposely wanted to write the most cliche song Mm -hmm. we ever could possibly write (laughs) so we we just made lists of the most cliche lyrics Staring out my window, the rain is falling down. You know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Just like tropes, musical tropes. And like rhyming you with it's true, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I wish I could find this song because it was so, so cliche. It was, it was so meta. But Avril beat me to the punch because yeah. she was ahead of her time. She's the new Weird Al writing that song. All about those cliches. She's trolling us. Look out, Weird Al. Here comes Avril Lavigne. She's trolling us. Just kidding. She probably actually wrote that song. She thought, oh, she wrote that, she wrote this song and she was like, it's done. She's like, I got it. This song is so good. This is the best song I've this ever song written. This song is, it expresses what I feel. Exactly. And that's how we all feel when we're in that age, but we should not be making albums with million dollar record contracts like if i saw this song when i was 16 or if i wrote this song even better if i wrote this song when i was 16 i'd be like wow i'd be like wow put on my face to get through another day like <gasps> that's yes! poetry yes <laughs> like good job marissa i would <laughs> i would have been so proud of myself if i wrote a song like this when i was 16 i mean i'm saying this like i can write songs at all i can't I would not write a song. I know I can't write songs, so I wouldn't write something like this. Oh my god, wait. Do you remember? Breeze has incessantly made fun of me about this. Breeze is Marissa's sister. Oh yeah, my sister Breeze, who's only 14 months younger than me. So we were like... And only four months older than me. Yeah, twins. So I I would write songs sometimes, you know, crappy little (laughs) little ditties. And I wrote (laughs) this song, you may remember it. I probably don't. You may recall... Sad lonely girl. Sad lonely girl sitting on the stairwell. 
<laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Marissa, was this about the time you tried to run away from home and you literally sat in the stairwell? No, I'm not even that, like... <laughs> couldn't even be that profound and connected you know yeah wait do you remember the rest of it you have to no because it was completely emotionally connected from like I, it was what i thought a song was supposed yeah, to like yeah. how you write a song and it was like that yep yep naked by avril lavigne like, naked like, like avril lavigne sad lonely girl sitting on a, on the stairwell looking out the window Wondering why the world is passing her by. You know. Is that really how it went? No, I think that was an Ashley Simpson lyric that I just tacked on. <laughs> if I could find it, oh my god. I, I, the only songs I ever wrote... And Breach thought it was actually great at the time. Of course she did. Yeah. She was your younger sister. And the only songs I... Only song I really ever completed was... This is on my blog that I run with my friend Charlotte. So it's not a secret. But it was... I like wrote a short... It was a novel. It was one page. That... It was about a horse, like a little <laughs> horse. You're such a horse. Freak. I was a horse. I was a horse girl. It was about these like three baby horses that like went on an adventure, and there was part of it. One it. of the horses died, and then horse. yeah, and then they, how else can you move the plot forward? Like... <laughs> That's you know end of act two, like, <laughs> hero's low point. The baby horse dies. <laughs> His friend dies. And then the song was to be sung by the horse that was dying as, like, an end-of-life ballad. As like, he, like Eponine. Yeah, like Eponine. Don't you fret, Monsieur Laurier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like, lay Gallop. down in the hay and die. <laughs> I remember the lyrics, too, but I won't sing them because I'm too embarrassed. Oh, my God. I just sang Sad Lonely Girl. I just sang that's Sad your problem. Girl. Honestly, that's your problem. Lame. <laughs> you didn't have to sing it. I'll sing it to you after the podcast. Oh my god, lame. Lame! Sing it! Sing it! I'll sing, okay, I'll sing part of it. Just lay down and die. <laughs> lay down and do it. Just lay down and die. Lay down and do it. <laughs> lay down and do it? <laughs> lay down and die. Do it meaning die. <sighs> I mean... The do it is a little bit jarring, but I wrote it just in the shower. <laughs> I remember in my old apartment, standing in the shower, singing that song. I'm sure my parents were like, "What just is wrong?" Die. I would have been really concerned <laughs> to be sung by a horse. It was the only song in the whole novel. <laughs> Thank God it was a novel with a song. I guess in my mind, it was the the novel that came with a CD. <laughs> or like a or like a casingle, like one of those little like things you that was on your keychain that you could like put into a mini like boombox that was on your keychain. Did you ever have those? Oh my god, casingles! Uh... I think they were called. I think you got them at like McDonald's. Whatever, it would like come with one of those that you could like play. It would just play like a, a sixteen like MIDI version, sixteen bit like MIDI version. With, like you could be like, wow, this is what it's supposed to sound like when like Star or whatever is dying. Star, of course you would name it. Star. I don't think I actually named it Star, but it was something like that. Just lay down and die. Lay down and do it. <laughs> and you would see the lyrics, you'd be like, okay, this is how it goes. That's just also theoretically strange. Like, you're telling someone to do it. I feel like it's like because he's like weak. Like in the story, he was like weak and hurt. Just, like, so would you say to someone, were... like, just do it, just die, just do it? Well, I think he was like, I mean, no, I was like maybe <laughs> nine, probably younger. 
And I was like, oh, this is dramatic. Like, it's dramatic when people die. <laughs> That's the only dramatic thing that can happen. And then his friends were like, it's okay. It's okay to die. Nay. Go away. Do it. Stop. Just lay down and die. die. Do it. Die for us. <laughs> I don't remember anything else about the story. Just that one of, there were three foals slash fillies and one of them died. Yep. Thank you. Well, thank you. I know. Nothing beats Encore, our... just... Just kidding. <laughs> Anything to not hear naked again. Yeah, probably. exactly. Ugh. I would rather she put my shitty song about foals as the last, like, secret track on her album that I, I, than naked. Like, it would be more appropriate for this album. The aftermath of this album? Okay. Obviously, we know the cultural shift that occurred. But the lasting effect okay. of this, for us, it is, you know, it shaped those years for us. We may have leftover uh, emo wristbands and jelly, we know, do. Je- jelly bracelets somewhere, mm-hmm. and the memories and the pictures. But Avril was the cause of, I'm sure, many a terrible tattoo. <laughs> Gotten... Like, way too early in life, way too young for anyone, like, when they were 13, probably of a cutesy skull and crossbones with a pink bow on top. Oh my god. I forgot about that image until just now. That, and let let us have a moment of silence for those folks who fully committed to the Avril aesthetic and are living with, with it today. This is to you. Pour one out. So my final question before we do our signature segment is, if this came out today, do you think it would be popular? I think if all the songs were like Nobody's Fool, I think it could be yeah. popular because that's a, that's like, maybe this is blasphemous. Like, if I say this is kind of, that song is like 21 Pilots, but like the pop punk plus... Um, Sprecha song, rappy. Yeah, like, like that. I think that would be popular if it came like out now. Like white rap, but not trying to sound hood. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know? Like not trying to be not black. trying to appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coffee, yes, <Ellie. laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. But a lot of these would be would be filler songs on someone's album, who's more you know, acoustic or soft rock because it's not really, you know, and like skater... 106.7 light FM soft rock, you know, like that's <gasps> like skater boy would be so stupid if it came out right now. Yes. We'd be like, what does that mean? Definitely. Some of these songs I think absolutely would hold up in today's musical zeitgeist. That doesn't make yeah. them bad at all. They're still, they still sound really good, but, but they're absolutely a product. Yeah. Of the but they, they are references and could only be released at the time that they came out because they are also, echoes of you know 90s grunge mm-hmm. but with a pop spin because there was such a pop culture at that time too yes yes that had happened and w- people wanted like the anti-britney mm-hmm. you know but yes, they didn't she was quite... the anti-britney well that's what they were saying about yeah, her yeah. stuff but they they didn't quite want it to deviate that far because yeah. that's the thing with then like, it wouldn't be popular subcultures like you only want it to like deviate from like to to a safe extent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so there was but, still enough of that pop in there. Right now, I think we, we kind of ironically, but also like enjoyably listen to early 2000s or, or, or sorry, late 90s bubblegum pop. And then also 
people listen to, you know, more, more grungy or, like, even punk. I think that there is a kind of a resurgence of punk pop. Yeah. But I think that's, that's, it's a culmination of all of those things that was a product of its time. Yeah, absolutely. But it's kind of shocking that all those songs are still good to this day. Because, like, a lot of music that came up from that, t- that year, not awful. Like, what year did, like, NSYNC Dirty Pop come out? 2000, I think, just around that time. Pre-9-11 world. Mm-hmm. This, this song, yeah, like, this music could have only come out in a post-9-11 world. Yeah. I say that in both a joking way and also a very serious way, but Dirty, I'm sure that album is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, we watched the Dirty Pop video I mean, the other day. It. It's a disaster. <laughs> it's a disaster. Everyone is ugly. No one is dressed well. It so. looks like it was shot. Uh, they, like, look like they're floating in air. They don't have shadows. It's, it's a <laughs> hot mess. Like, a lot of that music, I'm sure, doesn't hold up. And, like, go Avril, this album is great. So, on that note, let's do our signature segment. Hold up, put up, or shut up. Hold up means this is great, I would listen to it now. Hold up. I put yeah. it on my- Wait, let me explain the verse. Put up means it's okay, you know, it's not bad, it's not good, it's kind of middling. Shut up means I never want to see this again, I'm really upset that this didn't hold up. I won't ever listen to it, watch it, wear it, whatever. Marissa, hold up, put up, or shut up? I say for much of it, holds up. You think all in all hold up? Yeah, hold up. I agree, I say I say this album absolutely holds up. I'm going to, right after this is over, I'm going to open Spotify web player and I'm going to see what covers of her of her songs are on there. I'm gonna watch the Skater Boy video. Yeah, I'll watch that with you. Mm-hmm. And the complicated videos. I don't remember what that's like. But it's um, the same thing. It's cool again and So it's it's a unanimous Avril Lavigne's two thousand two album Let Go is a hold up. That's that's all for now. So we will uh we'll hopefully be back soon with a with a new episode of This is a Hold Up. What did I write about this? Been to the year 3000. Not much has changed, but they live underwater. That's a huge change, by the way. Yeah, that's the whole point. (laughs) You were just on the page that had the lyrics. Go to the next tab. I. No, go to the tab on the next tab the other direction. Okay, now go forward. Oh. Right. (laughs) Refresh. Oh, fuck. Oh, we should plug. My Twitter is <laughs> at gmontoot. Marissa? I'm not, I'm not even going to remember what mine is. Uh, which one is that? Twitter. Twitter is <laughs> Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-S-A, <laughs> underscore. Wait, no. No. Scratch that, scratch that. This is a mistake. <laughs> Marissa Vaughn, V-O-N-B, the letter B, underscore T-G-P. Mm-hmm. Anything? Do you have anything else you want to plug? Any videos or anything? You want I never to? even like heard of the term plug before, so like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that'll conclude um, our episode. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>